jazz age living. Old fashioned sipping. Pizzazz ain't missing. Got the fat cats kissing the top. Bring the old age back. Welcome to another amazing episode of Sunday Punch Podcast. Another guest, another podcast panel. It's two weeks in a row now. Dude. It's getting serious. I think so. It's getting serious. This is episode seven. Next stop, sponsors. <laughs> no, actually, I um. Well, uh, let me get to that real quick. But let's introduce our guests. This. Well, let's. let's you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Go ahead, sir. Mike, Mike. Well, my name's Dirty Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we literally before. <laughs> we literally before starting Not the two podcast ago. said. He's like, no, you can't call me Dirty Mike on the podcast. You can't. <laughs> we need it immediately. Can I ask a question? Why do they Go call you it. Dirty Mike? I think it's because I'm very, very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but also because it kind of doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think that's part, part Most of importantly. Why. Well, Sean, you, when we first met Mike in Gainesville, you're the one who introduced us and you said Dirty Mike. So it's I'm true. I'm assuming it... it originated through you you are a fan of the nicknames the yet doesn't have one himself that's true we're, we're still working on, on shaving one down for myself so uh i'll, I'll give a little con- give a little context here uh dirty mike and i met uh-huh. mike and i met in in medical school at the university of florida and you know you, you're kind of so focused on school you're getting to know people around you trying to learn material nice and slowly and then eventually one night came out maybe after an early test where we were all planning on going out to the bar spending some time at midtown uh, having some drinks, decompressing after a long session of studying and then a big test. Sure. And at some point, Mike's car gets involved with transportation. And it's this Volvo, what, XC70, Mike? XC90. XC90, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Turbocharge. AK, AK the, 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 the and, garbage and truck. We, <laughs> we try to get into it's this 90, thing. Sean. We try to get into this thing. And you, you would have thought... Well, I won't name an ethnicity, but a family of nine had been living <laughs> within it. I mean, there were there was coffee in Zephyr Hills, plastic bottles melted down. There were undershorts from high school. There was God knows what amount okay. of I've got female and male clothing all over the part. <laughs> so I think ever since then it was it was kind of predetermined. Oh, okay. I was got I went the whole other way with it. But it's just is it's the cleanliness. That's that that's one part of the foundation. Yeah. It's uh it's a vestige of the past. But I will tell you one time when I was in college, I kept a gingerbread house in my car for a month. <laughs> you know me, I don't like to brag. <laughs> and we're talking Florida and, heat here. And I, Florida heat, Florida fungus. <laughs> And it was in the back seat. Florida and you, fungus. You get, sometimes you get hungry on the way home, so you just kind of reach back, break off a piece of that gingerbread house, and eat it. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That's a true okay, story. Now, okay. <laughs> now a that's true a true story. Okay, so you had a gingerbread. I want to break this down a little bit. Let's open it up. And then I do want to get into the sponsorship thing that we talked about three oh. minutes ago. You got the gingerbread house from who? This was so long ago. I don't remember. I stole it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure it was like a date move? Like you did this with a girl to like kind of yeah, try to like bamboozle her? You think that's something I would do? <laughs> something I've done. I know it's something you would do. Well, Sean went out and got a Christmas tree and decorated it in the two oh, days. That, that's a Sean move. If there's anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So I, he I, doesn't remember where he got the gingerbread. No, well, no. let's assume that maybe it was a Christmas miracle. It just appeared it just in appeared. his car. Yeah. And I, instead of bringing it in, it's a miracle, okay? Mm-hmm. It's been established. Instead of bringing the miracle inside to preserve it, he thought, let's just keep it in the car in the summer heat 
in Florida, in Gainesville. If it's celestial, it won't decay. I mean, it'll. It, <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah. thing will keep. <laughs> Let me he tell had you, to test if it was celestial. <laughs> it got a little soft, but I mean, the taste was still there. Easier to break. <laughs> when was the? How long passed when you discovered this miracle in your car? How long passed? Um, like, did you actually take a, a bite out of it? I mean, I would, I would, I would say up to a month. <laughs> and I only even the last day, right before they're in the garbage. Time I to said, go. Hello. There's a little, what do they put on there? Gumdrops. Gumdrops. One, one, one piece yes. of the one piece of the the fence is left. I better finish that off. <laughs> okay. Well, we've we've broken down why he's called Dirty Mike. But wait, introduce yourself, Dirty Mike. <laughs> yeah, Who do you want to go with your profession or or no? I'll just say I'm like in the, a science field. How about that? Well, that's okay. accurate. That's accurate. Sure. Because I had a. Are you sure? Because I had a question about. Okay. Go for it. He's a PhD. But my my question is going to literally reveal what like the specific. Uh, Let's hold until he's ready. You want to go? With. Let's hold until he's All ready. Right. Let's right. get him some more rock star. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be hyped with up. B vitamins and towering. This might be a decent segue into um, the Gainesville news I have for today. Oh yes. Oh yes. Since it's it where we're please. Do a dirty mic. <laughs> Vestige it's like the, the slim shady of who Mike really is. We'll just say it's like the vestige of mid-20s life. <laughs> okay. But the news is Cantina is officially demolished and they're replacing it. Wow. Yeah. For those that don't know, Cantina is a legendary the UF uh, bar, which has been abandoned for mm -hmm. how long now? Probably four years. Three or four years now. Ba it's it's uh, been a long yeah. time. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. it's, it's, it's now been leveled and will be rebuilt? Re rebuilt is something else. Do, you, do they wow. know how? Because I thought like the previous owner wanted to. Well, the rumor know. is that the previous owner wanted to replace it with something that was worthwhile, not like a, a bar. Another bar. So I, I'm not sure. The owner? Of, oh, oh, the owner of the. Of the land. Of the yeah, land. Not canteen. Yeah. Because yeah, th those people have sense. no long-term yeah. plan. The legend is this is like a 90-year-old woman who has high ethics and didn't want a bar in the spot that she owned. That's where our that's where our friendships were forged. I mean, how many great relationships, <laughs> meaningful long-term relationships did you make, Adam, at Cantina? I would say more meaningful short-term relationships. Yeah, <laughs> meaningful short-term. Short Dude, I was, uh, to be honest, the other, and this is really kind of sad, but the other night I was like closing my eyes and, and trying to recreate like reconstruct and like a full night memory, for, <laughs> not from Cantina specifically, but from like a Gainesville night out. Have you mm -hmm. ever done that? Have you, <laughs> mm -hmm. have you ever just sat there and been like, okay, I remember like we were getting ready. It was good. You know, you're trying to like actually yeah. like, Where did I reconstruct start? What happened? Who was mind. there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, something awesome happened. <laughs> something blah, blah. awesome. And then you, you open your eyes and <laughs> you, you're in Chicago. It's and winter. It's, and it's dark at 3.30. <laughs> Do y'all remember that uh, the day uh, the game with uh, Gators versus Ole Miss, where w Will Greer came out of like the uh, the woodwork and just killed it, and then like the next the next week he was on PEDs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the coolest atmosphere in Gainesville I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. Were you at the? I was at Cantina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely at Cantina. And why was it so good? Just because everyone it just, was like... You just felt it. It was, it was something different. Something about that. You know what it probably was is because at that point in time, and it's kind of what we're feeling now, um, it had yeah. probably been so long since like you felt that because you know after Tebow, there was Brantley and then... Mm -hmm. um, Morning Wag. I don't even <laughs> roll for like one Who's game. That? Who was the <laughs> other guy, the, uh, the black guy, the, the smaller guy? Trayvon? Oh, yeah, Trayvon. 
I don't remember. Free Trayvon. He was tiny. Yeah. I remember a a college scout at the time said, this guy could be the next Russell Wilson. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. Incorrect. Incorrect. And then I'm like, why? The first throw, he he, he (laughs) went out there. I was like, this guy's clearly not Russell Wilson. (laughs) I mean, he's like, first of all, three inches shorter than Russell Wilson, which is saying something. No vision. Couldn't see over the line. No, couldn't see over the line. But okay, but that's probably what that that feeling was. Were they still doing uh, three for ones at that point in time? <laughs> oh man, was it the Long Island Triple? The Long Island yeah, Triple. And you could get it blue. I don't remember that part. Really? No. You could, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You I remember, I'd the always fish bowl. I remember the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. No, they'd always roll their eyes, but I asked for it. Blue. Mix that blue. I was like, can you throw some blue? Uh, I just like a little blue uh, food coloring in my drink, can you? And an umbrella. Thanks. Looks like a drink out of Star Trek from like oh, the yeah, Vulcan dude. High Command. And then your lips are all blue and you look like you're suffering from hypothermia. Just a little bit of Romulan ale, please. <laughs> dude, those things are good. And, and uh, I think it was Sundays. Sunday punch. That's where the, that's where it originated. That was the first Sunday, Sunday punch, punch concoction. Um, they would have three for ones. Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. They had tanks. But in they addition tanks. to the three for ones, they're like, here, here. The drink is five dollars anyway. So here's a gallon of it. <laughs> but by the way, every hour on the hour, we give you a tequila shot. <laughs> oh, it's like you spent like five dollars and you're completely bombed. It's, it's really, it's really weird. We can't piece together a whole night there. <laughs> That's reason. why I have to do my reconstruction, dude. I'm in like the inception level. Like I'm trying to like build the dream. Do you think Cantina would sponsor us? Okay, thank you. Nice, nice. (laughs) We're getting better. Episode eight, seven. I've been listening to all these podcasts, and I absolutely hate it when they stop it and they're like, "Oh, and by the way, um, the Bears, um, the Bears Wire is brought to you by Pepsi. Pepsi's great. Mm. You know, have a nice cold Pepsi while you're enjoying the game. I would rather. (laughs) I I think I told you this the other night after a few uh, hot tatties (laughs) or whatever they were called. I love this scenario. If they came to me with sponsorship money, I would take it. I would then give half of it to charity mm-hmm. because the that's just the kind of because guy the rest of it I would have to I would have to cushion what I was going to do from then on out, so people couldn't come to me and say you're a monster. But I would mm-hmm. do this: <laughs> give half to charity. The rest, Pepsi would be watching. They'd be like, "When's he going to say Pepsi?" And then I'd. Bring out the wheelbarrow of money that kind they of gave me. Just kind of right here. And I would burn it on film. <laughs> and I would be like, I don't know who that's from. I, it's some soft drink. I think it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think it's Dasati Sparkling Water. <laughs> Sponsors us. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I can't stand it, and I, I just wouldn't do it. It's just not who I am. I'd rather, you know... That scene in Batman where the Joker piles up all the money. I'm only burning my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he burns it all. I thought that was so cool. Awesome. I love all the villains in the movie. You're supposed to be rooting against them. I'm rooting for them. That's because we'll there's, some, philosophy there's later. some element of morality to the evil people. Yes. It was like, you know, when he's like, you know, this town deserves a better uh, class of criminal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. At least he stuck to his own morals. He didn't mm-hmm. get corrupted by the money. Or later in the film where he's with uh, the character who's, who's becoming Two-Face. Mm-hmm. You know the thing about chaos? It's fair. <laughs> There's a <laughs> yeah, certain beauty to that. Dude. That's what I would do. So if you're if you're wondering if you want a sponsorship, unless it was just a normal one that I could keep and not talk about. Like if if 
someone wanted to give if me Jager a nice Stein. drink. <laughs> yeah. If someone wanted to give me a drink that just sat on the table that mm-hmm. I never talked about that I actually enjoyed, then maybe. Maybe. Sunday Punch brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, a don't miss Cyberpunk 2077, which has been pulled from shelves for all the glitches that's in it. Really? Thank you, CD Projekt Red, what, at least what, off the Sony store. What is Cyberpunk? Yeah, I don't you know. You want to take this one? Yeah, go. I don't know what you're even talking about. I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of band. We'll hit this, then we'll get into the sports. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is a role-playing game, first person. There we go. Is it, <laughs> Pop that o- open. Is it open world? Open, um, relative open world. Yeah, relative what open world. What does open world, world mean? Um, as opposed to playing through a level with boundaries and barriers and a map you kind of have to flow through, mm-hmm. open world is you could spin in a direction and walk to the edges of the oh, map. so it's like your, your life. Mm-hmm. Like, so the, all the storylines, all the, the quests, whatever you happen to be doing, accomplishments are happening in real time and you pick them up within the storyline and you're not actually like entering a level. Is to there an the, end to the game? Yeah, so there's there's usually a main thread that you walk through, which is the the, the, the main storyline with all these different side adventures you can have along the way that allow you to level up, get new equipment, do all that kind of stuff. So it. it's a futuristic world. I think it's supposed to be set in like an LA kind of area with different townships, which each have their own kind of specialty vibe to them. It's the latest installment from CG, CD Projekt Red, who made the Witcher series. It's a European, I believe, Polish video game software company that's a lot of information yeah. there man <laughs> tom tom bird and i rap about this stuff all the time i just learned what open world was like two days ago oh and, come on well it, i, I mean it's you like playing too much galo it, <laughs> didn't, didn't uh, zelda wasn't that like kind of the first open world uh, that that's actually a really good early comparison. Yeah, I like because you could like ride the, time. You could just like ride the horse around, like random riding places. on a horse, riding on a horse. <laughs> and then, um, how about Grand Theft Auto? So that was that's a great world. example. That's yeah. a, that's that was, very open yeah, world. Weird, open rules too. Open <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you'd pick up a prostitute, that that was like. Why, why, why add that in the game? But okay. And about, about every hour you're playing, you're like, I'm sick of doing this quest. Let me just get to the point where tanks start showing up and trying to kill me. Oh. But yeah, so, uh, so this is the latest installment uh, of that. And uh, it was actually rushed out after multiple delays. Had so many glitches on it that uh, CD Projekt Red, the producer, has refunded everybody that bought it. Oh, really? And they've pulled, and Sony's actually pulled it wow. from their Play Store where you can download it. So a huge letdown, a huge letdown, especially yeah. after their, their last... Uh, game which was like award winning amazing. Hmm. What was that? Witcher 3. Wild oh, Hunt. Witcher 3. Did you play that one? How often with, do you play a video? With games? the expansion. How, packs? Uh, let me rephrase this. With How the... often do you waste time? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, no, so it's a. Uh... No. No. <laughs> Take the two. Um, as opposed to like coming home and watching like my Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. This or is reading. Or, or reading. Yeah. Well, audiobooks are a thing now, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> Um, maybe like you are, yeah, a little one hour a week, once two hours a week. Oh, that's not bad. But you do that over a couple of years in residency. Mm. That's not bad at all. I knew I knew people back in the Gainesville days. You, I mean, you wouldn't see him for a day. You'd be like, oh, where's he? he's playing Call of Duty? That's what Iceberg used to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like Iceberg come out to the bar. Three hours go by. Iceberg come out to uh, play volleyball. Let's Iceberg, where's Sunny's? Oh, sorry, I've been playing. Set up the character of Iceberg. Mike, I think you're most qualified for this. Iceberg. Iceberg, so we met Iceberg when we were 22 and he was 30. So that's just like <laughs> okay. that to set it up. Fantastic. He's a, 
I'm like now I'm we're now thirty. Now I'm picturing <laughs> now like we're just meeting a couple right. twenty. Actually, I probably I would have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. It'd probably be a bunch of fun. And uh, looks like a, looks like Crash Bandicoot. But it looks walks like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> also looks he a little bit Crash like Band. Dane Cook. Also, yeah, he does kind of look like Dane Cook. He's ex- he's like sarcastic and dry, but deep thinker. <laughs> Interesting guy. Uh, Many and, years to think and, uh, about it. This guy was like peter pan for a minute and now he's getting married mm-hmm. so um he's just he's just an interesting story congrats to iceberg yeah. i brought him up actually um randomly on my on my chicago uh bears podcast. during the uh, lions game yeah yeah because uh, i thought of him big detroit lions fan yeah i said <laughs> i'm gonna call up iceberg i'm not gonna explain who that is i don't know <laughs> if he wants to be on this but uh, yeah, I bet he'll make it on the show one day. We oh, can only hope after COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Make Is this COVID. a good time to uh, tap briefly on the Bears while we're here? Yeah, so I'll just go ahead and let's let's actually react because we were in the Gainesville box. Oh, let's hit that. But no, but we can we can do the Bears. I can do a quick Bears. No, we, we breakdown. We here. should wrap up the the Gators though. Okay, <laughs> fine. Well, fine, Sean. <laughs> we'll do whatever Sean wants. <laughs> Sean's in charge. Sean's in charge. <laughs> I'm oh, John. you know what we used to call Sean? I'm the captain now. This is what we used to Sean's the dad. He's always prepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, okay, we, go, we, go a a, we go to a pool party. He shows like, up looking all cool, but he's also got like the speaker set up. Yeah, he's, he's ready like, to barbecue. Sunscreen for yeah, everybody. Sunscreen for, he's the dad. Did you have an orange slice yet? <laughs> Actually, that? though. Did you have oh, yeah. an orange slice yet? Oh, man. That's Sean the dad. Here's Capri Sun. Here, sip your Capri Sun. Yeah, Sean is um, always thinking about other. Although, to be honest, I'm reading 48 Laws of Power. Yeah. Okay, go on. And go I'm, off. I'm starting to think that Sean is actually secretly evil. Amazing book. Are you serious? Amazing book. <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. And and it's okay. I mean, not evil, just following the rules of the book. <laughs> so I don't know what his... If his end plan is to completely destroy us, then yes, evil. Well, on my if way. If the other plan is just, hey, get a bunch of people to like really like you, then I, that's not evil. That's just <laughs> no. reading a book. And, and being, That's playing the game of life, man. Yeah, but all of the rules, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen Sean I've seen this that. move. <laughs> Sean do that. That's law. That's law 42. Observance of the law. Transgression. <laughs> Great book. Great but book. To wrap, you, Robert Greene? I don't remember. Robert Greene? Mike, can you check that for us? Robert Greene? Yeah, 48 Laws do? of Power. Good book. Um, I like to go back and forth yep, between Robert a fiction mm-hmm. and a nonfiction, and so I'm on this one. But I'll probably continue on with that because I do want to listen to McConaughey. Let me grab this one. Matthew McConaughey. So I got Sean a gift for Christmas. I saw the cover of this. Sponsored by Matthew McConaughey. Brian, get in tight on that. Yeah. Get in tight, Brian. <laughs> um, it's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And I thought, rugged outlaw philosophy right up Sean's alley. Although I do like what I don't understand. Maybe he gets into why the book cover is not the same length as the book itself. Who knows? Matthew McConaughey is all over the place. That'll be, that'll be in there. Yeah. That'll be a chapter. He would fit in great. It's got a lot of pictures, which I like. Too. Did you read this yet, or is it? It's <laughs> no, just a new gift, I or did you read it? I haven't read it. No, oh. but it got great ratings. And uh, let's put that up by yeah, Roger. Yeah. Hey, Roger, hold on that for us. Let's put yeah. So I usually go back and forth, but I think I'm going to go double, double nonfiction, and go with Matthew McConaughey. Would have fit in great in Gainesville, mm-hmm. Matthew. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, he's uh, a Texas guy. Texas Longhorn guy, Texas I think, right? Guy, yeah, yeah. And I mean, can you imagine if he was a Gator? 
he would be still oh. showing up to the games <laughs> like he is in Texas. Absolutely. Why let's, don't we have any alumni like that? Let's be them. Let's be this guy. <laughs> I need to get let's fam- make it when big. we get famous <laughs> on Sunday Punch. I'm going to start showing up. I'm going to have my own philosophy book. The, 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 Matthew It'll be called Don't Look in the Mirror. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey games will be like, you know, good thing about college girls is. I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> still That's a Makata that line for sure. Still using that line. That's Gainesville rules. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he would have fit in great. But I do want to wrap up the Gainesville thing before we move on. Mm-hmm. The game last night. What was that? I mean, the offense <laughs> was amazing. Of course, Trask had his couple issues. I mean, he always has a few like couple hiccups. Dude, come on, like mm-hmm. don't fumble the ball, but. If you score, what was it? How many? 43, 46? 48, 46 points. 40, 46. 408 yards passing, 46, 46 points. points. Dude, you got to win a football game if you're going to score 46 points. 52 to give up 52? This, this brings up one of the philosophical questions we were, we were discussing. Can you have both an incredible offense and incredible defense at the same time? Apparently not. Because I, I would say that Alabama giving up 46 points. Sure. Doesn't yeah, they're, have not, they're not a great defense either. Unless Trask is and just number one so in the country. good that, you know, unless Trask is just so good that he made him look. Although they, they gave up a lot of points earlier in the year. I forget. That's, yeah, Who, I think Who's they did. the best player on Florida, you think? Kyle Pitts. Kyle yeah, Pitts. me too. Yeah, easily. Who was, who was kind of an undershow yesterday. Yeah. But I, they were focusing so much on him that he freed up so much room for Tony. Yeah. That it was just I think like, Tony's going to be like a Percy Harvin slash yeah. Reggie Bush in the NFL. Yeah. You get, you get a couple more pounds on that guy? Yeah. Hopefully without the headaches. <laughs> Percy Harvin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was awesome, but he, he had some issues. He actually, Percy Harvin was the one who told me in a Gainesville bar that Brett Favre was coming back. I asked him straight up. Percy he, Harvin. Yeah, he that. was on the Vikings at the wow. time. Wow. That's pretty cool. I said, uh, hey, who's going to be the quarterback? And he's like, Brett Favre's coming back. Wow. Really? I, I should have broke it. God, if we had this podcast <laughs> at the time. We have it from an inside source. Wait, I would just be Percy, the title of the video. Percy Harvin says, no, that's too long. Brett Favre, Viking. <laughs> Brett Favre, colon, Viking. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> you got to get that clickbait. Question Kinda. mark? I don't know. You should probably watch. Maybe. Like and subscribe. Speaking to that offense question, isn't it weird how like 10 years ago, it's like Oklahoma, Texas Tech, just like this air raid offense. Mm. And we'd like say, oh, their offense is so good because the defense is so bad. And now the SEC is kind of turning into that with like just stellar quarterbacks. That's a great point. You you think about quarterback 10 years in in the SEC, it's like A.J. McCarron, who just, Mm -hmm. he's he was uh, practical, I'd say. Not yeah, he's good. okay. Yeah. I mean, that was that was what the SEC quarterbacks used to be. And now you got Trask. And, well, and, uh, and, yeah, now you have quarterbacks throwing 40, 40 touchdowns in a season. And yeah. Joe and, Burrow. And, and, in, in an abbreviated season with COVID at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the That's deal? What's point. happening? Like, why just – it seems like suddenly – Mm-hmm. They're all terrible at defense. Is it just because of practice? You need to practice all of it? Like, it didn't know. look like they knew how to tackle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just trucking the their bodies out there. That, they made that uh, running back look like he was oh. the oh, best thing that's Najee. ever walked the wor- <clears throat> earth. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty good. He's but pretty good. And is it, is, it, is it that offenses <laughs> are so much better, defenses are so much worse? And we also got to keep in mind, I mean, these guys are really under the gun now. Like, they have to tackle a certain way. If they don't, it's, if, if it's, it's targeting, then they're ejected, and then it's a 15-yard penalty. You know, we've, we've put a lot of new rules in place respect to the defense over the last 5, 10 years that mm-hmm. we're just so much more picky 
on what they can and can't do. Do you think it's to learn the position of wide receiver or like a cornerback or safety? Cornerback, definitely. So that's probably why <clears throat> it's easier to be good at offense in college, at least, mm-hmm. because it takes longer to be good at it. Yeah, the different schemes, how, because as I think as, as the receiver, you have your route, couple permutations, but you don't really have to know everybody else's. That's like well, the safety and corner. And you know what you're doing. And you know what you're doing. All your, the cornerback doesn't know what's coming. His you're way. always a half step behind. And the receiver can yeah. kind of push off and everyone like turns, you know, blind eye. But if the cornerback does anything, then it's up oh, 15 yard penalty. <laughs> big, uh, big scoring games, get ratings. They, oh, they yeah, get action. 100%. And, oh, yeah. uh, the, the big plays downfield that are called pass interferences or holdings that, that moves the ball down the field mm-hmm. that gets points. Would you rather have, I mean, I, I don't even, I was watching the game last night and I was like, would I rather have a great defense and just a bad offense? But then it's like, at least what I'm watching is like exciting. Like mm-hmm. I know like, oh, we can score a touchdown right now mm-hmm. easily. Whereas like, you or know, throw if you had an interception. A, or throw an interception. <laughs> what was that? When oh. we intercepted the ball and then yeah. keep your head on a swivel, dude. I think that game came down, down to like three plays, and one of them was that one. Yeah. And then because they like scored a touchdown right after that, and the other two were the pass interferences on on that wheel route, mm-hmm. um, where uh, it's like the, th- the third quarter or the fourth, pretty much like held yeah. the running back or whoever it was, <clears throat> and it, it could have been a touchdown on those two plays. Yeah. So and it, it could have gone a different way before the half scoring with a minute. 20. That was yeah. And then that, was, that was huge. So obvious. But, but terrible be, clock management. But to be honest, it's like. After that, I was like, well, they're definitely going to get a field goal. But, like, mm-hmm. it, they shouldn't allow a touchdown right now. 100%. And it's like, dude, a minute? And then, like, it was so easy. It was, <laughs> like, not hard at all. You just march down the field, and Alabama is going to easily win the national championship. And, easily. And what about Clemson? No. No. Easily beat Clemson. They're, I mean, they're going to play Ohio State first. I'm predicting Ohio State gets in at four. Let's let them in. They played six games. What about a and One was Northwestern. What about Jimbo Fisher and a and Yeah, good old Jimbo. What about Jimbo? I just don't think they'll give it to him. I, I would love it if they, if they got in. Mm. Who's a, Okay, so Alabama, Clemson. You could kick out Notre Dame, so you could have Ohio State and Texas A&M. The guy last night, the announcer said, oh, you got to think Notre Dame's in. I'm like, why? No, you don't. They got killed. Yeah, absolutely destroyed. Hopefully. And the one game, the big game they won was when Trevor Lawrence was not playing exactly. and they barely won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully Notre Dame officially joins the ACC next year. What do you think? <laughs> I would love, because then they would actually have to do something. Do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Play yeah. some real teams. I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> but I think you probably hate them partially because they're independent and they always like finagle their way into the Yeah, that's exactly conversation. why I hate them. It's like, you never play anyone. You've, you're living on this aura from like back in the day that like somehow still gets ratings. And it's like you every time you get a shot to play a team, you get crushed. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, remember when they played some... Alabama? Mm-hmm. Like, what was that, eight years ago or something? Yeah. And they got beat like 50 to zero. That was mm-hmm. Manti Teo year. Well, his girlfriend was distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my she goodness. needed a back home. That was funny. <laughs> what was that? 
let's bring up another relevant topic. <laughs> We're another, right on track with a super notes. relevant topic on Sunday Punch. <laughs> yeah, let's seems, let's break down the Manti Teo fake girlfriend it fiasco. It seems so relevant at the time that you look back and you're like, what the heck was, what are we talking about? That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, ESPN made it like it a was cover story. It was weird though. I mean, he never recovered from that. Ever. And he never will. He never will. Not in my mind. Wow. I didn't even know he's still alive, honestly. <laughs> you just thought he died? You need a beer? No, no, I'm fine. I, I, do you have a sparkling water? I'll take a look. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take a look. And then in the meantime, I'll break down. So what's this conversation after the Gators? Oh, after we talk. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to talk about, uh, well, first I want to break down just the Bears. I want to break down a little bit of the fantasy gods just because the Ravens-Browns game was, I mean, literally was a lottery. Like, mm-hmm. I could have bought a lottery ticket and mm-hmm. had more chances of that winning than what happened in the Browns-Ravens game. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I'll break that down right now. I'm in my fantasy playoffs, and the Browns, I'm down by, like, 34, and I have Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry. There's no way I should lose or, or I should win the game. I mean, I would need two touchdowns. I needed I needed both of them to do very well and mm-hmm. one of them to do exceptionally well, mm-hmm. which Nick Chubb did. And then, of course, you're watching the game and I'm watching the score and it's coming up and I'm like, they're just fucking with me, the fantasy guys. <laughs> and I'm like, I know how this is going to end because at, at halftime, I was only down by 11. So then going into half, I'm like, well, I'm down by 11. I got two guys. They should easily be able to get this in the second half. But, of course, it comes down to the last – I mean, everything in the second half – watch watch your step there. There you go. Everything in the second half – good. Everything in the second half, they got down, they would give it to Kareem Hunt instead of, uh, instead of Nick Chubb. So there's the fantasy gods fucking with you again. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry can't put anything together. So he's not catching anything. So it's like within three points at this point because they're just getting like regular yardage, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's coming down to the last quarter. And, of course, I thought it was pretty much over. I was uh, down by, like, half a point. And uh, that's when the Ravens – Oh. It'll work. Okay. That's when the Ravens threw that bomb touchdown. Oh, yeah. That was Lamar Jackson coming out. Did you watch the – you probably didn't watch the game. No. Lamar Jackson on fourth down, he had to go to the locker room. He had Mm -hmm. cramps. So the Ravens are, like, floundering. They're a fourth and five. Like, if the Browns stop them, they win the game. Mm -hmm. They have their backup in who just got injured. Lamar comes out of the tunnel. I mean, this is football (laughs) god 101, dude. Mm -hmm. Lamar comes out of the tunnel on fourth and five, puts Mm -hmm. on the helmet, gets in the game, hasn't played for an entire quarter, has cramps, had coronavirus two weeks ago, comes in, first play, throws a 50-yard touchdown. (laughs) I mean, dude, you can't make this stuff up because then the Browns get it back. They throw one pass to Jarvis Landry. I win by 1.8 points. Now, they're not done fucking with me. They will never be done until the day I die. They is the gods. The gods. The Mount Olympus of football. Yeah. Okay. So then, so there's like, more I've, than one of them. I've bet, by the way, I bet on the Ravens minus three. The game is now tied. The Browns... I, I'm forgetting the timeline, but let's just put it this way. The Browns tie the game. 
at some point in the fourth quarter. I think it was after this whole thing, this whole fiasco. No, let me go back. Okay, Lamar throws that bomb. We're back to the, the Browns bomb. score a touchdown. Respond. The Ravens then score again, and then the Ravens get it, and um, they kick a field goal. So my bet has been washed. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm like, oh, thank God. Broke At least, yeah, I thought I was gonna like, you know, it was for two hundred bucks. I was gonna lose two hundred bucks, whatever. <laughs> Take a sip. So it's a flight to Houston. I'm like, <laughs> minus three. Okay, whatever. Didn't win that. I've won my fantasy game. I'm feeling pretty good. Browns get the ball back. They only have like five seconds. They start throwing the ball around, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> if Jarvis Landry gets this and like does some stupid ass pitch, that's minus two because it would be a right. lost fumble, and I right. would lose the game. By so now, 0.2 points. Yeah, so now I'm like on the edge of my seat as they're throwing it, and of course Jarvis gets it, and he trucks it across the field, <laughs> and the guy catches it. And it has to be a reverse pass, which yeah. means if it's dropped, he, it's a fumble. Yes. He throws it, the guy catches it. He's like, get, they're going backwards, by the way. They're at the 20, <laughs> they're going backwards. He's now at like the eight-yard line. I'm like, okay, Jarvis is all the way. Yeah, there's no way he even sees the ball again. This guy's getting, like, tackled. He chucks it behind his head to Jarvis, who's in the end zone. Jarvis then throws it behind his back, and the Ravens get it in the touchdown. I'm like, I just lost the game. I just lost the game. But he stepped on the line, (laughs) and he got a safety, which in fantasy means nothing. The gods intervened again. So I won by 1.8, and then the cover. There was the cover, too. So I, I covered it with the safety. My goodness. Oh, because the points came back. The points came back. (laughs) How is that not? This is a conspiracy theory. And I was sitting there like, I mean, it worked out in that scenario, but I've been on the opposite. I couldn't even be happy because I was picturing all of the other people that must have done something bad in the last week that the fantasy gods had to punish them. (laughs) I feel like the fantasy gods (laughs) look at whoever bet on the game, they put them in all these like piles of people and they're like... This pile of people did more shitty things throughout the week. Cake or death? Yeah, cake or death. <laughs> it's kind of like a Christmas list. I mean, you were, you were yeah, not. and they're like, <laughs> or, kind of like or they're evil. They're like, these people did too much good. Let's punish them. <laughs> so I don't know how they work. I need them angry for the week so they're meaner mm-hmm. to people. But whoever mm-hmm. lost that game off that safety, I feel so bad for. I feel bad. I mean, I won, but I do feel bad for the guy I beat in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Never should have happened. Mm-hmm. I'm now in my fantasy semifinals. I know what they're going to do. They'll they'll get me to the finals. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there four times. Never won. They'll get me there again just to twist the knife. And uh, I mean, dude, it was it was just insane. And then last night was another uh, kind of case study ulcer inducing yeah okay we're down we're say. down 34 17 we fucking suck we, we've lost the game of course we come back we get within four getting my hopes up and then they twist the knife a couple more times and then we lose i mean would it's, you it's say, classic would you say that fantasy football gives people stomach ulcers i'm definitely gonna die of stomach <laughs> um, ulcer I, I, you well i'm, I'm losing i'm blood. definitely gonna lose a stroke i'm losing what well, um i don't know what years say, off your yeah, i don't know about years but I mean, I don't know. You're the doctor. How much can like <laughs> extreme stress over a long period of time affect you? Significant 
significantly good research in this field showing that chronic levels of increased stress, uh, usually tied to things like socioeconomic status, money problems, job insecurity, unstable housing, et cetera. Okay, well, it's of none of those things. Football. It's none of those things. So which, tell me, but, Shani, to, be honest, which they in- to be honest, I get just, I would be just as stressed in that game if like, as if you were homeless. As if my boss came in and said, you're on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> I, I mean, those are equal amounts of stress for me. Well, then maybe. Because, dude, if you win that championship, <laughs> I mean, I you say, don't know the do guys this in this league. Yeah, why do you do this to yourself? You don't know the guys. I've been in this league for a decade now. If you win the championship, it's got to feel so good. I've never won, so I don't know. But what? I've been there. I'm the Buffalo Bills, dude. You're the Buffalo Bills. What do you get four? if you win? Usually, we put in around, you know... Three hundred, four hundred dollars. Next year it's going to be six hundred and fifty dollars. So um, next year it would be like six grand hmm. if you win. Plus, I don't care about the money. Money means nothing. If you didn't understand, I would burn a wheelbarrow of cash <laughs> in the middle of this living room. The trophy it's is the trophy. what means something to me. I have a, an idea for a sponsorship for you, and it's Prilosec OTC. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you, pri- pri- <laughs> Just put that bottle on the front of the table. <laughs> that, uh, what, are, what are some other ones? <laughs> we got a lot. A lot of potential ones to pull yeah, from. Prevacid. <laughs> I was pooping blood from the stress, but now it's, now it's resolved. <laughs> but we've covered that, thankfully. Oh, my God. So, like, to relieve the stress, I've become a, a little bit of a Santa Claus, like, after that game, I was like buying Christmas gifts for everyone in my family. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I need to like feel good. You, you know? need to get, you need to get good yeah, in oh, the yeah. eyes and, of the gods again. Yeah, I need to get good thoughts again. I like. That I won't tell what I got, but the, it's pretty dope gifts that I got for both my brothers. And then, um, well, I mean, the kids aren't going to watch this, so I got uh, the kids laser tag. Nice. Uh, I got teaching them early. Yeah, I got uh, my one um, nephew, goosebumps. Series. Oh, and a nice mm, tin. that's an old one. Nice. It's an oldie, but it, hey, it was my favorite when I was a kid. And so that's how my gift giving works. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't care <laughs> if you like it. If I think I'm happy I, if I think it. I would like it, then that's what you're getting. There's no selfless. Like deep. he loves video games. <laughs> no, I'm not getting you a video game. I'm not getting you Crowd Punk 45 or whatever that one's called. Crowd you're get, Punk. You're getting. <laughs> you're not bad. 10% right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the real question is, we, we we heard right before the cast, and if you want to share it, uh, what your mother really wants for Christmas. Are you going to give it to her? Wait a second. I'll get to it, because I wanted to tell you the last gift, mm. which you'll love. I, I then got my niece a coloring book. But the coloring book is only consists of Nicolas Cage movies. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll have, really? Yeah. And she'll open it, and she'll have no idea, and I'll just be like... Look, Nicolas Cage. And she'll be like, what? And I'll be like, he's the best actor ever. Color. Color. She's, she's going to turn to you and be like, oh, what were you thinking? <laughs> he's a, it's not my Ferrari. It's not the Ferrari I wanted. An A, a B, a C. <laughs> and off with the mumbo jumbo. Um... My mom, I don't know what you're talking about. I got her her and she wanted you to stay longer or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get her master class. That's what I'm getting my mom too. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that idea. Mike, Mike, what's your master class? It's so you can watch a bunch of famous people. 
uh, teach you stuff. So there's cooking on there. There's photography. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, there's videography. So I'm probably going to Videography? Yeah. Uh, wine, wine tasting wine and sharing tasting. and pairing. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike, what are you grabbing for the fam? I got... Am I supposed to tell them before? I guess. I guess. Well, who's are gonna, they going to watch? Who's really going to watch? Minutes? This? Are you going to watch forty minutes? <laughs> Good in? point. No one's watching. At thirty nine oh seven, mute your podcast, Bass and Gilfan. Uh, I got some gators. You know those like neck things. Nice mm-hmm. for uh, practical. Dad. Are they a gator gator? Gator gator. Nice. Patriot gator for Danny. Patriot. Nice. Um, we have the documents. Brother got the, the dolphin gator. Give him the enchilada. And then I got some uh, weird pots for my mom and sister one's a what, pig what and one's me, okay. a one's a chicken mike your it's spirit animal there. is the pig is it not that was my first oh, favorite yeah, animal. Dirty mike. <laughs> his first favorite oh, animal and he never sweats <laughs> i gotta buy it's called only Kohler. out of his nostrils everyone should look up Kohler's pig because that's the picture i have in my uh, apartment oh that's uh, the one you like okay. oh yeah yeah the one that's, that's <laughs> jumping yeah, off it's the fine. dock i love that that'll be my gift to you if you like get a nice studio I'll just put oh, it right on the, this right on the wall. Enough. This isn't this, enough yeah. for Mike. This is good. I'm this getting is, you green lights. Good. I'm getting everyone I know green lights by Matthew McConaughey. Never read okay? it. That's amazing. Like, like the Joe Rogan thing. Like yeah. his, nice, his nice man cave thing. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I don't want you to share it on this episode, but uh, our gift's taken care of for the, for the lady friend? For, well, for she Carrie? specifically asked for uh, a pizza. Just slice of stone. pizza. Oh, pizza oh, stone nice. from William Sonoma. Nice. Ooh, it's quality. It's, I guess it's quality. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I what, make, what makes a pizza stone quality? Is it made of marble? The price. <laughs> the price. <laughs> it's like art. It's good if it's expensive. Yeesh. It's fourteen inches. I guess that's nice. pretty good. Oh, that's that's larger than twelve. <laughs> but less than fifteen. <laughs> good thought. Yeah. Very true. Right, didn't want, didn't want to go for the fifteen, dude. I don't know. Does that even fit in conventional? I think, <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I, she just told me what she wanted, and I said, all right. All and right. I spent about 15 seconds looking it up <laughs> and then bought it. Perfect. Oh, you didn't, you didn't go above and beyond, like, get something that she mentioned, like, oops, didn't get something that she mentioned, like, 18 months ago? I remembered. Maybe it was the down. pizza stone. It He's probably not was Sean. the pizza stone. He's not Sean. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Sean. He hasn't read 48 Laws of Power yet. <laughs> Sean's got the darkness and the memory. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just, I just kind of like went past this, but you know what Machiavellianism is? No, I don't. It's a, a reference to I the prince of do, and the I... ends justifying the means. <laughs> no, it's like a kind of a person that's deceptive, but they're like deceptive over the long run so that, they, that the outcome comes in their favor. Yeah. It's like very subtle. It's subtle. And I don't, I wouldn't say it's bad, but I mean, like, Sean's got a little yeah, bit of a little 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 bit of a of a little bit 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 of who have less power think they have more power. I know all of the tricks, Sean. Okay. No, read, Sean, read 48 Laws of Power. Sean's got a good heart. It's also in um, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. Another good book. Excellent. Still, Excellent still book. relevant. Well, you guys know who Jordan Peterson is. Sure do. Right wing evil person. <laughs> <laughs> evil. I'm just kidding. Uh, but his, uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about oh, okay. uh, okay, self-serving. That's what he's saying. Yeah. His, his point is that 
like in in some cases the ethical person has to be like a dangerous person like you can't be a pushover sometimes you got to be the dangerous person to be capable of it yeah um so i'm saying like maybe this is a bad in certain situations but in other situations it's a good thing is that what you're doing i'll let you know when i get there <laughs> <laughs> no i mean when i write the memoirs but we all know people that are pushovers and they're not gonna do the right yeah. thing when, they, when push comes to shove that's the point Mm. yeah and that's just gonna go with the flow and let bad things happen yeah there's a very fine line and yeah sometimes you can't yeah you is, got, this, you is, got... this a, is this a good time to touch on what is postmodernism? No. Mike? <laughs> yeah dirty mike knows a lot about postmodernism. I, I do and not by know. the way while i was watching football and the gators losing and the, and the bears i mean six and seven i was starting to lose kind of hope in uh, in all of the standards of life, really, and because of all of the eternal truths that they tell you about, <laughs> if you will, yeah. are you trying to prod me into a conversation? <laughs> show them the documents. I'm trying to prod you show into the, some postmodernism talk. My dude. mo is to buy a bunch of books and then get maybe like 10 percent into it, and then <laughs> think I understand. It. <laughs> <laughs> if you but know, I always put the bookmarks at the end. <laughs> this is deep into. This is the beginning. <laughs> this is deep. Eight, he's through the intro. He's through the forward. Anyways, it's we we talked about Manti Teo and that whole media thing. Yeah. In like, do you guys think the media is honest? No. No. Absolutely not. Do you? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, maybe on certain subjects, like boring ones, like like when you get into like the Wall Street Journal, like business section. It's Absolutely. Like, why, why do you got to lie about like what someone bought? Um, <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. Why do you got to lie about like? A company buying out someone you know yeah it's like those are probably true but anything that's on the front page it's probably it's it's true to an extent but you know you got to spin it to you know have a little pizzazz <laughs> you know i'm in advertising so let's I know like connect this a little bit to sports right you remember at the beginning of the season when um of this nfl season when the uh patriots weren't doing too hot and then brady was killing it for a couple weeks mm -hmm. yeah. and then like the media was like Go Bucks! Uh, they're like, oh my goodness, Tom Brady's the best person ever. And now it's kind of flipped a little bit the opposite direction. So uh, it's like, what is the truth here? And it really doesn't matter to them. They just kind of like spin it the way they want it at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they desperately probably want Tom Brady to be mm -hmm. awesome. So <laughs> when he does anything kind of good, well, that that's for all quarterbacks, though. It's like they get the lion's share of the credit, even though they probably shouldn't. I mean, when the Bears are doing well, it's not like Mitch was, like, amazing. But when the Bears are doing well and we're making the playoffs, it was like, hey, we got our quarterback, you know? Mm -hmm. We got our future quarterback. He's our guy. going to the Pro Bowl. We got our guy. He went to the Pro Bowl. You remember that? That's unbelievable. Yeah. I th and I think that was the worst thing that could have happened to him because then it's like, oh, I am, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm good. So I guess the, the question here I would ask is the, the difference here was time. So is is truth eternal or is truth temporal? That's a good point. I don't know. That's a good point. Well, science, for example, is always evolving. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a scientist, you would be able to comment on this further. As a scientist, I can comment. on this. <laughs> Let me tell you this: at the highest level, um, so I was studying like uh, a type of cell in the eye called microglia, and during. Uh, let them go. Out there, Let them run with going it. To, like no, no, no. I'm just saying. You kind of just revealed the. Well, they don't know a ton of stuff, but let's just say I was studying this, this cell called microglia and, um, 
there's like an argument about whether they contribute to retinal damage or help protect the retina. So there's like two different diametrically opposed things that they were thinking it could do. And Mike, Mike, before you continue, which which disease processes might our viewers have heard about that this would relate this is, to? This is like uh, macular degeneration. What would this connect to? This is retinitis pigmentosa. You probably haven't heard about this, but it's a genetic disease that causes uh, death of the cells in your eye that detect light. Got it. And so then, what would that like? Um, so blindness. It's blindness. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it blindness. causes blindness. <laughs> okay. I thought he, he, everything. Was you know, just, eyes sound. <laughs> so at the highest level, I didn't know whether like everything was just like a shadow at that point. Okay. So at the highest level, you have these like two opposite effects of the cell type during this process: helpful, and then damaging. Hmm. And then these cells are either in the retina from birth, and we call those usually microglia. And then sometimes when you're like you get an injury, then you have inflammation, then you have the immune system come into the site of injury. Mm. Now there's a cell that's very similar to this, but a little bit different called macrophage. And even at the highest level, they can't decide what to call these two things. Sometimes they say microglia and they mean both of these things. Sometimes they say microglia, they only mean microglia. But my point is at the highest level of science, there, there is no absolute truth and they can't even like pick a word to describe things. Wow. So it's like really inconsistent. But then you think about how at the highest level, this is like inconsistent. Then you got the media trying to tell people filter it. Yeah, what, something. What is correct. It's just so confusing. It's so uh, confusing. Uh, so I, so I just, would you call yourself a postmodernist? That, that's the scary thing about post. I think. It, well, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> go off, King. Wait, what are you going to say? I'll, I'll, let him collect his thoughts. I'll buy Mike some time. So th this is a great example of this is so I take some business classes at night. I recently took a class called business statistics. Um, and we had some really interesting, uh, exploration of correlation causation. What can we connect just for, for, from data and how do we derive truth from that? And the spurious correlations you can find in data is Judaism is linked to eating tomatoes, mm -hmm. for example, or basically um, you can people you can falling make whatever down. you're end goal is you can probably morph it. You into. can find it. And, and Mike can certainly speak to this more than I can, but ideas like p-hacking, spurious correlation, you can really design ways. And, and the so a good example of this is, you know, women who are pregnant, there was a, a very, very focused study about whether or not chocolate, eating in chocolate influences adverse birth outcomes for these women. And the answer was no correlation. So by the time this reached mainstream media, it was eating chocolate could be helpful for your baby. And this was all over Fox News, headline news, you know, at these days it's like, it's paid by Nestle. Yeah, <laughs> sponsored by Nestle. Yeah. So so just like what, what you get out of this data is just so skewed and so spinned around by the time the media tries to filter it down, deliver it to us in a digestible form. Well, I mean, you can make whatever news you want. I mean, if a big company wants, sir, I mean, it's a PR. I mean, we need to get Erica, Travis's wife. Um, Only woman he's ever loved. Whoa. Um, we need to get her on the podcast because she could definitely explain be great. the PR mm -hmm. angle That'd and be great. how big companies come to you and then you just, all right, whatever the story is that you want to get out, we'll figure a way to get it into a newspaper. Oh, yeah. It'd be easy. Mike, you ready for your, your follow-up? Are you a postmodernist? Yeah, are you so a postmodernist? No. The, the point is like what is truth and there's like obviously a debate about what truth is based on what we just said. Mm -hmm. Um and at one point in the past, 
I guess. Let, let me let me just touch on that real quick. So basically, the Bears could be good or they could be bad. It's, <laughs> it's really there's no it. absolute truth. And right? you could you could pick whatever statistic you want to support your argument. Yeah, whatever like, you want. And they do it all the time. And mm-hmm. then we're going to let you run. They do it all the time. I mean, with Mitch, they do it. They're like. Oh, well, actually, he has a higher percentage of uh, completions during weeks uh, three through eight than Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So now what? How many new statistics, types of statistics in football are added? Or like baseball is a really good example. Baseball's Baseball's great. Baseball is ridiculous. Baseball is ridiculous. I mean, you could take whatever. I mean, there's so many different ways to look at it that it's like... Whatever you want the end goal to be, you can find a way to kind of morph it. My my, my sister's really into this, and she uh, she's done some uh, reading of Nate Silver, big statistician, uh, five eight thirty. Nate Silver, five thirty eight. <laughs> Nate Silver, did I say that right? Um, yeah. Statistician, and I think helped design the Picada system that the Oakland A's used uh, for Moneyball, basically, yeah. or, or or the spinoff of there. And to your point, like uh, when, when the when the moon is in a waxing gibbon in October, this pitcher has an ERA of 1.2. But were they, they, I don't think they were doing that. That's insanity. not what they were doing yeah. in that. But to Mike's point, just like what you can do with statistics, is just so mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Nate Silver was one of the, <clears throat> the pollsters for the election this year. Mm-hmm. Really? He was one, didn't he do the previous one too? Uh, probably, yeah. He did Obama's. But well, no, no, he did the one with and he did Trump, Trump and, and Hillary and he got it wrong. wrong. I mean, they're all wrong this time too. So I what's mean, truth? Anyways, yeah, exactly. What's yeah. true? Was Trump even our president? <laughs> um, so is Biden? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me into this. Don't, don't prop me. Whoa! I would say that I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, I would just say that Trump's probably not. It's not zero percent, but it's not a big percent either. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, like at one point in the past, it was like religion and faith that was what truth, truth was yeah and we still have elements of that today and then kind of during the boom of science it was reason <clears throat> and the scientific method and things like that that became truth and then we there's issues with that too and then nowadays it's more like what feels correct what's what makes the most people feel emotionally secure or something like that mm-hmm. that's truth so it's like keeps on ebbing and flowing through through time that's my problem with like you know i talk to my family members and stuff it's like you don't know any of this is true like i'm on both like yeah i'm talking about politics but like both sides of the spectrum luckily i live in a family that's all over the place Mm -hmm. so it's like the way you hear them talking it's like you i always question everything like i will never take in information and be like Oh, okay. I'm gonna go start like you know, telling people that's Parade the truth. And it's like that. no, like, and that's like the problem. You know, like to actually find your truth, I guess is what you would say. It what you kind of agree with or whatever it is. That takes months of like research and actual mm-hmm. like digging into you know deep thought, deep thought, and thinking. All right, I agree with these principles. And in this specific instance, I would agree with whatever the outcome is. But like just to like completely like read something one time, even if it's a full article, you read the full article. It's like, now this is what I believe. It's like, well, you don't like you don't know who wrote that. You don't know what the angle is. You don't know 
basically anything about it other right. than the you last 10 minutes. You read it. So <laughs> you should, I mean, there should always be a constant questioning. That's why I don't like <clears throat> hardcore, like, you know, let's say, let's keep it in politics, hardcore, like Trump trained people. And I don't like oh, hardcore libs. Populist, it's yeah. like, you got to have some like, wait a second, <laughs> what he said right there, that was completely ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't agree with that. And then on the other side, it's like, you know, like some things that AOC says are completely ridiculous. So it's like, you know, everyone has slices of themselves that are good. Mm -hmm. There's no overall, this is bad, that's bad. You know, it's just, absolutes. just keep questioning. No absolutes. And I that, agree but with is that, that postmodernism? The scary thing about postmodernism is like, that's, I guess, I'm not like, you're an expert. I just started, <laughs> I'm not an expert. And I tell you, it's very difficult to keep all this complicated stuff in your mind when you're like working eight hours a day, yeah. like for five to six days a week. So I'd say, I think there's elements of postmodernism where it's correct. And then there's parts of it where if you're a Machiavellian in person, that you could take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Not you, but yeah. just no, like sure. politicians, like the fact that uh, emotions are the truth or that each of us have our own subjective truth, that you could take advantage of that that kind of like line of thinking. And I think we've seen that played out this year big time. Sure. So in, in reflection of 2020, let's just talk about maybe politics really quickly. Who you are another the- Another manga? I got a little splash. Here, oh, okay. read this. That's <laughs> all I got. <laughs> Sean just poured literally That's three all got drops. Left. What do you got there, Mike? Read what do you got there for us? On the left side. So, so while, while, while Adam's reading through that, Mike, speaking of politics, your, your big winners and losers of 2020, who is, who is the big winner for you in politics 2020 big winner yeah it's the end of the oh, year man. here who's the big winner the establishment <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a weird year next year the the thing is um i think there are, as you as you look at like biden's cabinet picks mm -hmm. i think it's just a rehash of the the bush the bush obama era mm -hmm. and then they've kind of like pushed the progressive agenda to the side i agree and um like, for example, Bernie's not in it. Um, Warren's not part of it. Um, John Kerry comes out of the woodwork to be the environmentalism person. I miss that. Is he really? Something like that. It's just like the establishment is coming back. Hmm. And um, progressivism is getting pushed to the side. But the interesting thing about this year is, like, the censorship and, like, people trying to... Yeah, uh, you know, show you what the truth is, quote unquote. Burden and, of proof is on the critics. Yeah. And then, and then I think 2021, what they'll see is that the progressives and whatever the, the MAGA slash American First Movement have in common is free speech. And it's going to be interesting to see if those two parties can kind of like get together because it's going to be like a libertarian slash progressive combination. Mm. I want to see how that plays out. Yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. Adam, your big winners in politics this year? I don't know, man. I, I really stopped like keeping up with it just because it was so like it doesn't make any sense. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's just like I don't whatever. <laughs> whatever happens. I don't know. It's a coronavirus year. Like things are so weird. I was just like, whatever. I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> I have a I have a biggest loser in politics. And I think a lot of people would probably echo this. Um Rudy, 
Yeah. <laughs> rough, rough end of the year for Rudy. That is the biggest loser, Toot, for sure. Tooting during a, a deposition. Did he really fart? Yeah. yeah he, it was he, real? He flashlighted, yes. like picked up by the microphone. And the, the, the I don't know if it was an aide, an attache, who it was. There's this woman next to him, just Stonewall Jackson, just kind of a little quick side-eyed and was like, all right, this is where I am. And he's like, his hair dies dripping his off hair his dies head. Dripping. And he's holding press conferences in some sort of like landscaping parking lot. It's just With not, like a crematorium behind him. It's not him. a good look. He dude. was on Borat too. He was on <laughs> Borat too. Oh man, that guy really That's makes me That's my political loser sick. of the year, unfortunately. Poor guy. Borat? He, he, he had to go out that <laughs> oh, way. No, not Borat, Rudy. He used to be the most popular person in New York, too. Remember, like, 9-11 yeah. times? He was, like, at the around. Yankees game. Everyone's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's he's leaking everywhere from, <laughs> it, from everywhere. Face gel or whatever he's got on himself. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Can I borrow New, this when you're done? New York. I didn't get through that whole book, but when you're done. You, you can use it. New yeah. York is in uh, some I problems. think you can borrow it now because I'm hey, like, speaking of New York, did you know that um, Andrew Cuomo was just banned from all restaurants for the rest of time? In New Why? York. Are you serious? All of the they like the small business or whatever association with restaurants came out and said Lifetime We yeah. will never serve you ever again. Really? Dude, what's gonna happen to the Chicago restaurants? Like it's only a lot of closures. A lot of closures. We were just at over a hundred thousand the other the uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Or was that last week? Worldwide. Uh last weekend. Yeah. Last weekend. You know, you're allowed to eat outside as long as it's inside, as long as outside it's of the inside. Right. We're gonna. It all makes sense. We're gonna put up a physical structure, wrap it in plexiglass and cellophane, call it outdoors, and watch the bears here. Air particulate can't. You know, <laughs> makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. You can't eat inside. Only inside. Outside. Yeah. Hello. It's it's pretty simple. There's nothing more true than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the most true thing I've heard all day. Anything else? Uh, we want to talk about quickly the McGregor fight. Yes, I do. We previewed on this. We previewed on well, this. Well, I said I was going to break down the Bears' next couple of games. All right, start there. If there's anything that's definitely going to be true, start it's there. my prediction start there. on the Bears <laughs> for the next three weeks. If we've learned anything. All right. I mean, this is will this, be dated it, after today, but I'm going to call it. I'm going to make myself like the Is this based on emotion or like reason? Tell me. This is both. I don't know anymore because there's also a religious Bears, element here with the the gods of fantasy football. We touch it all. Yeah, that's true. I don't know because the, this is what I think the gods will do. Okay, the football gods, not the fantasy football gods. There's a difference. Um, I think the Bears, and and it's hard to say logic or or emotion, emotion because the Bears are so all over the place that I don't know what to think of them mm-hmm. like. They look great for the. I mean, the Texans' defense is terrible, but okay. So they have the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings are great. Kickoffs in fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think they can win versus the Vikings. I think they'll beat the Jags, and then the football gods in true form. The Packers will sit all of their starters, <laughs> and the Bears will somehow figure a way to lose to all of the backups on the <laughs> Packers and not make the playoffs. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because at home. if they make the playoffs. There's an argument to be made that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace stick around. If they don't make the playoffs, mm. then they would get fired. So it's like, what do you want? Like, I, I want to see him in the playoffs. So maybe that's not a great long-term strategy, but hell, I don't know if I'm going to be here, dude. I want to see another Bears yeah. playoff run. And, and she, would we agree that long-term 
the current administration at the Bears is long term is not, not the winning good. solution, right? No, he's proven time and so time we need again. turnover. We need churn. He's not good at clock management. He's already given up play called call duties. Great. I don't think any of the players respect him. There's been rumors that him and Mitch don't get it. Although Mitch would be gone. So I don't know. Do we take Kyle Trask? I've been set. Uh, you know, everyone chuckles, but he's going to be there. He looked good last night. He's going to be there. When did the Bears draft? I, I, like, what is this, like, hatred towards Kyle Trask? It's J- Justin Fields, apparently projected before him, mm-hmm. just struggled with Northwest. Well, he didn't struggle, but it's like, he didn't do shit versus Northwestern. Why is he better? And Kyle Trask, who just dropped 418 yards mm-hmm. last night yeah. versus Alabama, is now, like, some mid-round, like, fought. Probably because he's so slow. Yeah, but you can you can win in the NFL if you're. It's been pro- I mean, Tom Brady's slow too. He does have a weird throwing motion. Like he throws off his back foot a ton. Trash. He does make some it's bad true. decisions, but it's like if he's there, I don't see why. If you're gonna get rid of Mitch, it's like what's the what's the alter- What's the solution? Is it Carson Wentz? So here, here are here are Justin Fields's numbers against Northwestern. Twelve for twenty-seven. 44% completion, 114 yards. Two interceptions. Long was 23, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Come on. Has any Ohio State quarterback been good in the NFL recently? No, and no. you get to watch another one today. Dwayne Haskins, Washington football team. <laughs> Washington football team. I mean, this guy is horrendous. I can't believe I thought he... I am the worst. Maybe maybe we shouldn't take Kyle Trask. I am like the worst <laughs> quarterback judge ever. Uh, I thought Jamarcus I Russell think- was going to be good. I thought um, Marcus Mariota was going to be good. I don't. I just don't know what I'm talking was about. Was Joe Burrow any good this year? He was okay. I mean, he's on the Bengals. Yeah. He's going to be out all next year, they say. Yeah. Bengals love to do that, by the way. Yeah. I have Joe Mixon on my team. <laughs> he's had a foot cramp since week three. They're like, just sit out the rest of the year. <laughs> we gave you $50 million. Just sit out. <laughs> they did the same with A.J. Green two years ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, you tweaked your ankle? Just sit out. We want you to recover. Just sit out. We're paying you $60 million. And you know if, if any football franchise is just rolling dough, it's the Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. That's probably what they're trying. They're like, we need to figure the right time to unleash everyone <laughs> and keep them healthy until that point. Although I guess in their mind, if you're looking at it from a business perspective, you're like, well, we're not getting fans anyway. So it's like they're not going to be showing up for Joe Mixon. So we might as well just keep them out. We suck. No, no, no point in yeah. getting them injured. We're not selling tickets. I'm gonna say something. Oh, I thought you were jumping in before. You know, if you cut your beard correctly, you'll look like Trask. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Dude, wrong. I don't know. I'd actually look like um, a guy who fought last night, Canelo Alvarez. Oh yeah. Let me see. Yeah, bring one, up Canelo, two. dude. One Can- two. TKO yeah, or KO. Uh, went to the cards. I watched the entire thing. It was a great fight. I mean, Canelo Alvarez is shorter too. Was like half the guy's yep. height, dude. The yep. other guy was 27 and 0. And there's something to be said about, I mean, he was just walking forward, not afraid of anything, dodging every time. single punch. The whole time. I mean, he made this guy look like a fool. Were you looking? You looking I'm looking. He looks a little bit like you. 
Thank you. I got to see you. where you, you got to shave your beard first. You, you need a back left shoulder tattoo, too. Oh, I got now. Look him up with a beard, dude. Look him up with a beard. I'm doing this all wrong. Use the thing pad. But he looks really good. And he's only 30. He united the belts last night, too, right? I don't know how I think that he works. Did. <laughs> they were trying to explain oh, at the I end. Oh, I see that. It's, yeah. Yeah, 100%. His, yeah. Bed, his beard's a little more red, but... Yeah, I need to dye it. I need a dyed I need to beard. dye my red beard. Yeah. I've always said I look like a, canel, a mixture if they all like got together and, and swirled up their uh, you know specimens. <laughs> I look like a mixture of Canelo Alvarez... Chris Hemsworth, you know, not to toot my own horn, but uh, and Haley Joel Osment. So I threw <laughs> threw that one in there just so you know I'm not a complete. Yeah, look up Haley Joel Osment. I know what he looks like. Man, he he looks good. Speaking of, uh, he looks good. <laughs> speaking of, uh, McGregor came back from uh, his Portugal training camp just yeah. this week. Declared only one thing that customs his genius. <laughs> oh, Quote it. What are you declaring, my genius? Only thing he declared. Is that That's going to be a great fight, too. Coming End of up, January. Uh, Jan- yeah, I think January 20th, maybe. I don't know what the date is. But, yeah, let's get into a little bit of uh, McGregor. McGregor. Talk. McGregor. Dude, that's going to be a really tough fight. He's he's fighting uh, Dustin Poirier. Who's real? It, McGregor beat him once, but that was when he was super young, Poirier. And uh, he's gotten way bigger since then. So is McGregor, actually. Mm-hmm. So is McGregor. Uh, but he's a tough dude in his last fight. Like it was brutal. It went like all, all, all the rounds and it was just a bloody mess. But I think it's going to be a really hard fight for McGregor and, uh, and hopefully he pulls through. I mean, there's no bigger McGregor fan than, than me, but I don't know. The cowboy one, can you, you can't really yeah. judge cause it's like Cowboys toast and, uh, he came in he destroyed him in like 40 seconds, mm-hmm. but you can't really judge if I need to see him go a little longer just because I'm worried if uh, Dustin goes the full five. I don't know if it'll be a five, actually. I don't know if there's any belt on the line. What's but the age difference? Because McGregor's, what, 32, 33? I think he's 31. 31. And uh, so they're both fine. They're both fine. But uh, you got Jake Paul calling him out. Now, Jake too. Paul. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. He. Um, so I don't know. I, the thing about McGregor is his cardio, you know. Mm-hmm. So I want to see it go further, and uh, we'll see. You can it's going to be good. You can only drink so much Irish whiskey before you get cardiomyopathy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We will be. Uh, I'll be in Florida. Uh, I'll be doing another podcast, actually. I talked to my buddy, uh, Donnie. We'll be doing a full McGregor. Oh, excellent. It's a McGregor month. Excellent. We'll be, we'll be doing a McGregor month on a Sunday punch. It's, it's all McGregor all month. Chicago and, Bear. Uh, Chica- <laughs> Florida Gator. <laughs> Florida Gator. Conor McGregor. <laughs> now, he would be a great alumni. Be- Forget about Matthew McConaughey. Conor McGregor. They are not mutually exclusive. Let's get them both in a box, <laughs> just getting fired up at a bowl, at a game. Speaking uh, of, quick, uh, quick hot take here. Kyle Pitts will not play in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. enter the NFL draft. Yeah, I could have called that. What what bowl you think it will be in? It doesn't matter. Orange last know. year, I don't know. Does, is Kyle Trask going to play? I'm, I don't know. Because they might sit him, too. I mean, you got Emery. And run with the Emery Jones experiment? Well, that's going to be all next year, dude. That's fair. That's fair. He can run. He can run. That's fair. You think he'll be good? No. <laughs> no. No? <Mm-mm>. Damn. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd say yes. But our defense yes. will be amazing next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
as long as we both. get a new defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I, I was texting Sean last Charlie night. I said, I said, yeah, we need to get Charlie Strong back. I was texting Sean. I was like, I would fire this guy at halftime. The, the de- defensive coordinator? Yeah. Uh, Todd Grantham. It does seem like they don't know what they're doing on defense. Yeah, it's not just like a, a talent thing. I think, I mean, they don't know where to go. Yeah. They're leaving people like, what, like, like the one cross was like wide open. And that was after the interception. Yeah. And uh, it was just wide. It was like, you don't, you're not, mm-hmm. if you're going to play zone, you kind of have to know like what zone you're in. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point, And I texted you to this too. Why not just say, forget everything we taught you. <laughs> this is backyard football. Now you get him. Yeah. just line And up. that's that line. Up. And we'll have two safeties in case he gets by you, but that's it. Just play man. That's all you're going to do. Like, I don't understand. Like, I guess, I guess football is more complicated than I think. <laughs> but. Uh-huh. Definitely not. <laughs> but it's like, well, why not just say, all right, look, you're an athlete. He's an athlete. Guard him. Line up. That's it. I mean, we're obviously not stopping them. And since it's harder to be a cornerback than a receiver, you got safeties. Oh, we figured this out already. We, we've already solved it. <laughs> we would have won. All right, what's, what's left for this episode? What else we got to touch on here? I don't know. What did I say? I need a two-minute break. <laughs> two-minute okay. break? He's going to the bathroom. We lost you. Mike. I think that's pretty much all of it. Unless you want to say one more, one or two more final words on the uh, McGregor fight. Testing. Dude, I want to say that I was really wrong about Patrick Williams for the Bulls. I'm watching a lot of Bulls preseason basketball. He's good. I don't know what all, I, I don't know what highlights I was looking at. I was obviously just that was like in our first podcast mm-hmm. where I was like nervous and was just like he went to FSU. He's probably not that good. <laughs> no, he's smooth. He's a smooth uh he can dribble. He's got a smooth little uh I've seen him do like a, a little turnaround. I've seen him do um a floater. He looks really good. And uh I'm I'm excited about that draft pick now. Seems like he fits in with the system pretty well too. Yeah, I think They're hey, well. hey, Billy wanted him. Billy wanted him bad, so it looked good to me in the preseason. We'll see. You know, regular season's right around the corner. Um, did you? Oh, here's a nice. This is what I wanted to touch on, and this is what the Gators needed last night, and this is what the Bears need. In fact, this is what all Chicago sports need. Mm-hmm. They need Kyrie waving sage around. <laughs> did you see that on the court? Yeah, yeah. That's what, what well. Was he's what, Native American. What, you why didn't was know he that? doing? He, oh, come on. Yeah, he's a little bit. He native. has a Hamza he's tattooed native. on his shoulder. He's a Native. He's American. not a Native American. He's Native. Is American. he? Is he actually? Well, that's what he said in the. He's doing media interviews. Would he like do a twenty-three and me and figure this Probably. out? Probably. Weird thing about Kyrie took, took Native American history in, in, at Duke. Got a C. Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because he's native. Well, he was learning the white man's version of yeah. his history, which yeah. is clearly well, he left the a class bastardized after version yeah. of that. He left the well. There's no sage. Kyrie Irving, Native American? Question mark. Yeah. I want to ask Dirty Mike about this. Did you see Kyrie Irving burning sage on the court? No. Yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> Kyrie Irving is uh, Native American. <laughs> well, no, he's a Native American, so he's been he, his new thing is burning sage on is the basketball really? court. I don't know. Kyrie, oh wow, we're looking at the video oh, from Kyrie, 2018. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Irving finds, <laughs> finds new name and new family on North Dakota reservations. This is Kyrie with diamond stud earrings. Um, some nice white button up and then some beads and a feather coming off the right side of his head. Did you see what uh, Charles Barkley had to say? 
No, please. Uh, type in He's... Charles Barkley, uh, Kyrie Irving. He Look is... at this. Charles Barkley's old school, man. What? This is what? crazy. What? I mean, at a certain point, when you get too much money, I think you might go and see. He was given the name no, Hella, the is, which means Little Mountain more... in the Lakota language. Oh, Little Mountain. The more talented you are, the less you have to like adapt to the world. And I yeah. I think you just got to... There's something weird there like remember justice beaver <laughs> justice beaver <laughs> yeah, oh crime just, fighting beaver <laughs> the crime fighting beaver but he had like the duis and the marijuana use and then got in trouble and fixed his life you gotta well, have a, you gotta love a little bit of friction there <laughs> justice beaver What's um that? crime fighting beaver. yeah let's look up uh yeah just type that i bet that has the quote in it so here it is from uh for the win yeah so here we go um yep that's it so this is the uh via nets wire charles uh, is this charles barkley charles here? barkley on kyrie irving go ahead sean quote and when he talks i'm like quote what the hell is he trying what is he saying and what is he trying to say end quote he starts talking about what an artist is he's a basketball player that's what he is listen we're not we're not frontline responders. We're not teachers. Yo, man, you dribble a basketball. Stop acting like you're the smartest person in the world. Now, can you talk about social issues and things like that? Of course. But some of this other stuff, I'm like, yo, man, <laughs> you do realize you're just a basketball player, right? And it seems like he's like, no, I want you guys to realize I'm the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> I mean, that is what he's doing. That's 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 classic Kyrie. That is really hilarious. That's a subjective reality, man. He's he's a disruptor. Well, look I up mean, the, look up the video. I Jared, want you to watch him burn, Jared, burn sage on the Jared, court. Jared Jared has said this for years that he thinks Kyrie's just team poison, and I think he's been right every time. Well, we'll see this year. Wouldn't dude? It would make everyone so angry if that guy won the championship. Oh my god! Kyrie. Yeah, he's like game seven, burning sage. <laughs> well, <laughs> cleanses he, the court. He had to cleanse the court. You well, have to make a sacrifice to the gods. Oh God. Look at USA Today. That's why you don't have any pres uh, Here we go. Prescribers. <laughs> prescribers. Subscribers. Because you make everyone give you the email yeah. address. Let my ad blocker oh, go. Oh, there he goes. Here he goes. Look Just at that fanning sage. some sage around. Look at that sage. This is a Native American tradition? Yeah. You cleanse the air by adding um, smoke to it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Little Mountain Go. We're going <laughs> to... You go, Hella. Look at Little Mountain Go. Now, Great. what if he did this? Now, what would he explain to himself if he did the sage and then first play tweaked his ankle? Yeah, what would be the situation there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't is, know this, is this going to be, is this like a beginning of season thing? Is this like a... No, he says he's going to do it every single time. Do we even know it's sage? Well, is that any different? Oh, he's got a little wooden bowl there that he, he snuffs <laughs> it out in. He's got a little yeah, mortar and pestle. Little, yeah, he's got a little Right next to his bowl. iPhone 11. Is that any different? <laughs> Because he's traditional, but also with the times. <laughs> well, he's an artist. And he's an artist and a philosopher king. You're <laughs> right next to his iPhone X. And then they pass him basketball and he gets going. But what's the difference between that and uh, LeBron doing that chalk thing? Nothing. Games? LeBron is as bad as Kyrie Irving. <laughs> you don't have to convince me of anything, dude. You convinced yourself, man. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. You Wait, need, talk need in your mic again. Need some more Prilosec? There we go. <laughs> hey, do we have any new Chicago artists we're going out on today with our outro? Or is it going to be... So I, hope with that, I hope that Mike has been recording this entire time. Do you think it's not? Oh, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, I see. Him. Yeah, he's just a nice little light I've been voice. watching him. I've been watching Little him. light voice. Ding, ding. We're going to go out. I found a guy named Roland. 
Rollin. Yeah, and he uh, has a song uh, named See Me, period. It's pretty good, and uh, it's a local artist, and we'll, um, not Chicago, <laughs> he's a Florida <laughs> local artist. And uh, we're going to go out on his song today. Couldn't get the rights to the Oscar-winning... <laughs> that he, I had he Adam sent me. He was like, hey, can you ask this guy if we could go out on his song? I look it up, it's like the Oscar-nominated actor from Blind Spotting. I'm like, dude... He really needs our PR. Sean, like, Sean will figure it out. I was like, yeah. I, I reached out to him. He, weirdly, he didn't respond. He must be too busy working on a movie. Mike, anything you want to give the viewership and listenership before we uh, start heading out? Any final thoughts, closing ideas for 2021? 2021. Yeah, do you want to actually tell us what your job is now or no? I, I think scientist is good. Okay. Scientist, scientist, scientist. is good. That's uh, what I'm going to say. A, a certain In this episode, we talked to a scientist. A certain mutual friend of ours um, may or may not have been on a dating app and put his occupation down as scientist rather than doctor. Was that me? It was not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe it was. Not, you're not the one Sounds I was like thinking of. Who? <laughs> I, I can't disclose. <laughs> was it someone in Chicago or? Is it, oh, okay, so it was iceberg. It's confidential information. <laughs> well, it's not a bad thing. Hey, it's a conversation starter. What kind of scientist? <laughs> I I would have to talk about that over drinks. Also, also claim to have a secret talent of being the guru of curating Spotify playlists. The lucky lady he's uh, been seeing pulled up his Spotify. Not a single playlist. <laughs> <laughs> That, oh, he was just that's, telling, not, that's true. He was that's just true. telling people, like on the dates, like, "Oh, I have great Spotify." It was like playlist. one of his facts on the on like the oh, thing, have... like secret talent, amazing Spotify playlist curator. She pulls up his Spotify, not a single playlist. Are we talking about you, Sean? No, 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 <laughs> no, no chance. Right. No chance. Oh, he I know who he is. He, he's I know, a I know what we want to. Oh, okay. he's a listener. Uh-huh, he knows who he uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. Um, I, uh, I do want to go out as his tradition and we're not past the Christmas point yet. No. Dirty. Hey, dirty. <laughs> Baby, I want your money. Um, favorite Christmas song? Oh, man. I, it's gotta be oh. Carol, Carol the Bells, man. Yeah! Oh, wow. You got a great mind. The, the, the boys choir is the best one. <laughs> the boys choir. <laughs> All the eunuchs in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't do that these days. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's a shame. And it's it a, a shame. shame. We've lost something culturally with that. Um, <laughs> best Christmas movie? Oh, best Christmas movie. What were your guys' answers? Your oh, answers? okay. I was Family Man. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Love Actually. Oh, God. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> that's, that's 48 Laws of that's Power. That's a bad choice. That's a good choice. <laughs> Thank you. He pointed at me for good choice, people. Watch Mike's the Elf. <laughs> elf is funny. Hey, it is a funny movie. Elf I think the funny. one that I watched as a kid is uh, Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. Oh, with Tim Allen. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's I, good. I can't recall. This week I watched uh, I did a kid's wa- movie. I, no, I watched it, but I, I just haven't watched it lately. Not my favorite, but I uh, rewatched uh, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> It's yeah, me. That was pretty good. It's me. Dad? <laughs> I like how he does that. It's clear. Somehow to help yeah. it. Your dad has an Austrian accent and his visor is see-through. How did you not know it was your dad the whole time? He's like, come here, son. And, he, and then he lifts his see-through visor with his Austrian accent and, and his son's like, Dad? Blown away. Wow, you were Turbo Man this entire time? <laughs> then they used to fight that giant Easter squirrel. Come here. <laughs> oh, get in the chow. Die. 
Did you all ever come to a point in your life where you realized that Santa wasn't real? Or wait, what? Like, when did you realize <laughs> that Santa wasn't real? Um, it was. I'm gonna be honest. It was pretty late for me. I mean, I remember being in like the fourth grade and still believing. You're a believer. I was a believer. I would say early middle school, like sixth grade. Because you want to believe it. Sixth grade? Yeah. Is, Damn, is that that's late? really late. Is that late? I would think I, that. I think that's about right for me, too. Somewhere sixth in the grade? Fourth to sixth yeah. grade yeah. range. Because I like kept thinking, like, I, I, even at that point, I was like, all right, because like all the kids were like talking about it, you know, all the fucking evil parents who were like, oh, let me tell you that Santa Claus, good job, great, <laughs> great parenting. And then they would come in and they'd be like, oh, you know, Santa's not real. And so then I was like thinking, all right, he's not giving me all the gifts but then like i had like thought to myself i had like wrangled this like explanation same thing Mm. i was like all right he's not giving me all the gifts but there's at least one or two that he gives personally Mm. i I think so too i think this should be a secret that you're not told about until you have your own child well no one told me or or like that like other kids should know i think all parents should agree it's a universal secret yeah just Mm -hmm. until what does it matter your child has their own kid then you go by the way that's been us. And now you got to do it for yours. Yeah. You know, I would love to. Well, I'm going to. I would love to be like 38 and get surprised on that. Well, I am going. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, your whole world. And that's my time. for children. Well, I. Uh... <laughs> well, I'm going to keep my future kid, if I have one, honest by. Um, I'll just. One year will just be the coal year. I'll give him a lump of coal and said, I don't know what you're doing in your bedroom, but he, you know he sees everything. So I guess. You got to do it really early too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you tell him about Santa, like the folklore and everything. He has a great Christmas. And then the next Christmas is the coal year. Mm-hmm. Just to keep him Starts honest. Starts thinking he's invincible. Just to keep Because then that kid will go in to school. And when the kid says, you know, Santa's not real in fourth or fifth no, grade. No, no. You'd be like, no, no, dude. He gave know. me coal one year. <laughs> And then all the rest of the kids, it'll like it'll just be like another two years before they're like, wait, no, his his dad is just evil or it's something. It's like a time yeah, bomb. But, you're but it would it would extend it for mm-hmm. a little. It buy you time. time. Yeah. Do you think kids make Christmas lists on the computer these days? Oh, I remember be writing lame. it down, man. Oh, you got to write that down. Crayon. Oh wow! If you make it on the computer, that's, just that's just that. kill yourself. <laughs> just email it to Santa at NorthPole.com. Like, how does that work? You a I wonder. Do you? You know what's crazy is remember back in the day, as a kid, you'd get all your ideas off of commercials on TV. Yeah. What, what do they or get a magazine? Nowadays? Or a magazine? What do they get nowadays? Like the internet? I don't know. Yeah, they probably just type in like best gifts of of twenty twenty. That's true. And, and if you're like, and like number one result is like or, coronavirus. And testing. if you were like in advertising, you could like set it up so that when those words are searched. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, that's definitely being. What done, do you want up sure. top? For sure. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's already being done. Oh my god, that's been been done for years oh, probably. Perfect. I'm just figuring. Yeah, it out. you're like, wait a yeah. second. Wait a Google second. Google search exists. And it's learning, dude. That's the gift of 2020 is how deep does a rabbit hole go? That's oh, the gift. majorly deep. You don't want to know. <laughs> Gets dark. Gets real dark. Triple H Chan. Triple H. <laughs> Triple H Chan. Where we have get? the documents, Joe. Okay, you want to hear the whole enchilada? <laughs> I do. Uh, seventy nine days. Mike, of hell. what is seventy nine days of hell? the the real The real goal of this podcast is to eventually get Alex Jones to agree to yeah, come on. Yeah, hundred percent. Whether you agree with him or not, if you don't if you don't want him on your show, then I just don't know what. Man is damn entertaining though. That yeah. is that is. Spot we need on. we need to get the Spotify sign off. The though. man. I don't is want it to be banned immediately. 
we'd get like four hours and then we'd just be like spotify be like no you're not you're produce. not joe rogan we're not gonna we're not gonna publish this speaking of you can can you only get joe rogan stuff on spotify now because i think it's you, not you can get on you YouTube. can get on youtube on youtube still. okay my, yeah. my normal outlet has uh not done anything past emily harrington which i think was the end of november the problem is, yeah the, the problem with spotify is i've been trying to look for it and they're like out of order and not up to date oh like, i think they're definitely curating it yeah definitely he says they're not but you gotta wonder i think he has some freedom on youtube oh but, but they're uh, like we're only gonna publish on our platform yeah i don't i don't know what they're who knows he does yeah he doesn't tell who knows he's like making it seem like oh you know it's all cool they don't care it's like mm-hmm. no dude once you sign that contract they care see before we go out i want to get uh my christmas gift for mike really quickly oh you got yeah. christmas gift. i gotta give him one a on. live christmas gift what do y'all want for christmas well you're getting green lights bro so just expect that next time oh you misplaced it is this is this gonna be prilosec it's probably <laughs> Good old proud. No, Sean, it's one of those super expensive wine bottles you have. Oh, yeah, it's that. It's that one that's wrapped. That's what it yeah. was. Nice He's just gonna give you a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> that goes Sean's looking through his wallet. So, what is uh, this? So, so the, the, it's a black card. This was purchased by me um, shortly after Thanksgiving because we shared thanksgiving together the three of us. Oh. this is a uh this is good for one free haircut at yeah. full <laughs> oh, barber shop. that's a 30 dollar value right there baby dude look at that <laughs> it expires in a year end of no wow. end of this year wow you could this wait for a full january year. 2021 it Thanks. expires wait for a full year is this a suggestion to me <laughs> <laughs> carrie may or may not have waited on that one <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what. Mike's hair looks beautiful. I think it's my, great. In my humble opinion, it's, it's, it's almost McConaughey-esque, if you will. Yeah, look at you, Mike. That or I just like gotta get a that. green light. See, right he's there. got like a kind of a mullet deal going on. You need to slick it if you want to be Matthew, though. Man, he and then has you a have beard going and everything. He's and cool. then you have to sit pensively and wear a pinky ring. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't know. That's, that's I kind of cool. I can't draw the line there. <laughs> <laughs> Only Matthew McConaughey could look make that look cool. By the way, what did you guys ask for Christmas? What did I get or ask? Ask for. Oh, I I haven't gotten a Christmas gift in like eight years, dude. Holy cow. Yeah. From your family? No, I don't get Christmas <laughs> gifts. There's like five nieces and nephews. I think they give a fuck about the guy talking to himself. <laughs> I got, I asked for, I asked every member of my family to give me one book. To pick a book they thought I should oh, read. Oh, that's a I would give love that. that. Yeah, that's what I asked for. I'll give you. I'll so let we'll you see. borrow that book. How about that? And apparently Adam's on my family text. <laughs> it's because he got yeah. it too. Hell yeah, dude. He got me one. Got so that, green. That's, that's what I asked for. Green. Nice. Lights. Yeah. No, I didn't ask for anything. Well, that's a depressing note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out. But if I were to ask for something, pay attention, family. Damn. What would it be? Uh, probably Super Bowl ticket. You know. That's too much. Just like some good uh, records, or uh, I like a good yeah. book. Um, good whiskey. Mm-hmm. Never hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I could use some sunglasses too. <laughs> but um, really, I don't care. I really don't care. How about you, Mike? I don't know, man. <laughs> he <laughs> asked the question and has no answer for. I probably need some new underwear. That's that. Oh, there we go. Dirty Mike. We'll take anything. <laughs> Oh that, man, that hey. part's not dirty. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for us. Here's Adam's sandwich between two guys with pineapples on their shirts. Hell yeah, <laughs> We're ready to go. I wouldn't take it any other way. <laughs> anyway, we um, 
Dude, we have now in three, two, one have hit an hour thirty. That's pretty pod. good. That's Is that pretty our good. That's our longest podcast. I think this is a good one. Loved every second. Mike, of it. you enjoy it? Thanks for having me. You'll invite, come back. Invite me back. All I right. will. Wait, we, we will. I'll call. And, I'll come. Uh, hey, perfect timing. It's it's football time. It's football time. Kickoff. Can we? Can I stick around or no? Dirty, you sticking around? I've got nothing to do today. Yes. Pee, let's ride. All right. Well, we're gonna throw on some football. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed. Thanks, uh, listeners. Next, are we going to do one? Um, no, that's Christmas. I'll be gone. Two weeks? No, you'll be gone. So three weeks until we get at Sean Con again. Mm-hmm. Three weeks until Sean Con comes back, but uh, I'll be in Florida doing it, and then I'll be back doing a Barrett's reaction. Love so, it. Tune in. Tune in. Thanks, everybody. Donka. See ya. Oh